So the problem with fake it till you make it is that everybody's faking it and nobody's making it. (laughs) It's sad but true, and that's what I want to talk about in today's episode. That used to be a cool expression, right? It meant like you go out and you buy a suit that you can't afford and you start putting it on and some fancy clothes and all of that shit and you start parading around, you get the cool haircut, you get the fancy suit, maybe you lease a car that you normally couldn't afford, you lease a Mercedes or a BMW or something because you're trying to represent yourself as already being to a a plateau that you're not at yet fake it till you make it but perception is reality so people start to perceive you that way it's like the classic real estate agent real estate agent guy gets his real estate license hasn't even sold a house yet he leases a bmw gets a gq haircut goes out and buys you know a thousand dollar suit and when he shows up he looks super professional and he gives the air of success and the people that he's trying to sell houses to perceive him that way And because they perceive him that way and they assume that this guy's a successful agent, it builds trust. Oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. Look, he's a sharp, professional real estate agent. This guy must know what he's talking about. And so in his mind, there's a better chance of selling houses. And in a lot of times, in a lot of cases in the past, that was true, right? I think all of us have been a little guilty of fake it till you make it. I know I certainly was fake it till you make it for a long time, right? I had to put on airs. I wasn't buying $1,000 suits and leasing cars I couldn't afford, but I was definitely putting myself in positions and situations with people that I probably didn't belong in because because I didn't have the experience or the skill set, but I was just, yeah, anything anybody asked me, I'd be like, yeah, I can do that. (laughs) And then, you know, I'd leave the meeting and be like, shit, I need to learn how to do that. Or I'm going to go Google what that fucking even means. There were so many times in meetings somebody would use a terminology or a phrase when I was younger. I didn't know what the hell they were talking about, but I would just nod my head like, yeah, because I, my motto was the answer is always yes. No matter what anybody says, the answer is always yes. Zach, do you know how to program? Yes. Zach, do you know how to market? Yes. Zach, do you know how to build? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because I could always go back and learn and acquire those skills on the fly if I needed to, but I never wanted to get turned down for opportunities because I didn't know something. So that was my definition of fake it till you make it. But what the fuck is going on out there today? You got some guy fucking leasing a, a Lamborghini, you know, maybe that's a little elaborate, but he's leasing a an Audi or a fucking Mercedes or some car he can't afford. He's putting expensive suits and Ferragamo loafers on his fucking American Express card, dolling himself up, women doing the same shit so they can go out there and present themselves as, as big ballers but it's all fake. Everybody's faking. No one's being real anymore. Everyone I see out there that's putting on those kind of airs, they're all full of shit. Nobody wants to get on the real anymore and just admit like everybody's got problems. Everybody's doing their best to get along. Everybody's trying their hardest to make something out of their current situation. And we're all struggling together. And the authenticity of telling your real story, the authenticity of being yourself is so much more interesting than the fake bullshit it's like the instagram photos that you know girls are fucking notorious for right and i've seen those lately people are posting their hashtag instagram booty like these girls that have flat asses but they turn it out a certain way and get just the right angle and the right lighting and it makes them look like a fucking kardashian why 
your perception versus reality. The reality is if you meet someone in real life that was interested in you because of one of those photos, they're going to be really disappointed when they meet your flat ass, right? So why put yourself, why fake something that you're not? There's somebody out there that's going to love you exactly just the way you are. They don't care if you have an ass that's as flat as a chalkboard. They're still going to love you. They're still going to be into you, you know, and that's the same thing with jobs and careers. Everybody is faking it. Everybody is trying to be, everybody's the next big app developer, programmer, gamer. Everybody's got a fucking Twitch channel. Everybody's going to make a million dollars on Twitch. Everybody's going to be a YouTube vlogger. Everybody's going to be this. Everybody's going to be that. Look, I have a fucking podcast for over a year. I'm I'm like my, you know, 15 month mark or something. And uh, I don't monetize my podcast, right? I could, but I don't. But people think they're going to start a podcast and they're going to be rich. People think that, you know, everybody wants the cool job. They want to be the entrepreneur. So they just want to oh, developing an app. And they're meanwhile, they're 80 percent debt to ratio, or, you know, debt to income ratio. They're 80 percent in debt. Um, they, they have only 20 percent positive income flow. They're they're not having any savings. They're not advancing in their career. They're not doing anything, but they're faking the fuck out of it. And that should not be the case. And that's what we're going to talk about in this next section. So listen up, do not fake it till you make it. There's no fucking reason to do that. It's going to cause you more harm than good because you're never going to make it if you fake it. That, that motto does not apply to this day and age. That motto does not apply to 2019. It doesn't work anymore. You just end up living a non-authentic life. You end up living a fake life. You're going to put yourself in debt and you're not going to accomplish your goals because, and here's why, if you can't get people personally or professionally to accept you, to love you, to want to work with you for who you really are, the curtain's going to come down, bro. Eventually, that curtain's gonna fall down and people are gonna see the real you. And if, if you sold them a bill of goods, if you sold them something that wasn't authentic, they're gonna know. And most people, real people, authentic people, they see authenticity. People who are authentic themselves, they see it in others and they're attracted to it. People know when you're faking it. You might not think they do, but you look like a giant douche to everybody else. I spot those motherfuckers from a mile away. You know how I know? Because I've taken meetings with billionaires. I've sat across the table from hedge fund guys that are worth $5 billion. I've taken meetings with legitimate billionaires, multiple, multiple billionaires. And these guys don't put on airs. They're not flashy. They don't pull up in fucking Bentleys. They don't pull up with $80,000 worth of jewelry on. They don't have GQ haircuts. Most of them, to be honest with you, look like fucking bums. They just look like dads. They look like your average, like, 60-year-old dad. You know, they're wearing basic bitch clothes sometimes cheap shoes. I used to do business with this guy that was like worth a couple hundred million dollars in real estate. Guy wore these beat up New Balance shoes every day of the week. He like, the guy needed a new pair of shoes like three years ago, just kept wearing these nasty beat up shoes, khaki pants and a sweater every single day, right? He looks sloppy. Because the real thing, but that's not about that for him. The guy's focused on his business. He's not focused on his personal fashion. He does not give a fuck at all If anybody thinks he looks nice, he does not give a fuck if he fits into a GQ profile. This guy didn't give two fucks about his personal appearance or if he was cute or hot or 
if he drove a flashy car. Also, he drove a pickup truck, like one of those like Ford F-350s, like a big, because he was in real estate. So the guy was constantly, you know, traveling back and forth to job sites and like loading construction equipment up because he was active in his business, even though he's worth all this money. He was a hands-on guy. He liked going out and like flipping the properties and he had a condo buildings and apartment complexes and very hands-on guy. So he was just like a really rich, sloppy construction worker. Even the suit and tie fucking hedge fund guys that I've met with, they don't flash like that. There's a, there's a sense of authenticity with them. They, they're all about their business. They know what they want. They know, they understand money. They understand deals. And these guys, for the most part, they still get excited about doing $10,000 deals, right? They, they, they like what they do. That's why they, a lot of them, that's why they win so big because they are authentic in their pursuit. Being authentic in your pursuit is more important than being authentic in your appearance even. If you love what you do, if you truly love it, no one has to wake you up in the morning. You don't need an alarm clock. You don't need a reminder. You don't need the haters to motivate you. Like all those fucking quotes are such bullshit. The haters motivate me. No, they don't. Fucking haters bother everybody. You go out and you work your ass off to create something and a bunch of people shit on it all over the internet. There's no, there's no fucking chance in hell that you're like, oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad that happened. In retrospect, you can use that kind of shit for motivation, right? But that nobody's happy about that. So you have to authentically love what you do. And when you do, you don't need haters to motivate you. You don't need an alarm clock to get you up. You don't need somebody riding your ass to, to go do what you're supposed to do. You'll just go do it. And when you're like that, You'll be excited about closing a $10,000 deal or a $100 million deal. You'll be excited about both because you love the game. You love to play. It's like an athlete that loves to play basketball. A true basketball player just loves the fucking game. Whether they make it to the the pros or not, they're they're still going to play basketball because they love basketball. Like, I'm a musician. I grew up from the time I was a kid and could get my hands on any instrument I could play it piano, guitar, drums, bass, you fucking name it. If, it. if it was playable, I could learn how to play it and play it because I love to play. I don't do that professionally anymore. I'm not a touring musician. I'm not even, I'm out of the music business for a long time now, but I still play and write and enjoy the shit out of music because it's just what I do. That's authentic. So I never have a bad time playing music. I'll play music with anybody. Got a guitar sitting in your office. I'll, we'll come in, we'll jam all about it, right? Because it's authentically me. But if I was just trying, like, oh, I just want to be an entrepreneur because that's a that's a, a cool word to say. That's a cool job to have. So I'm an entrepreneur. And so I'm going to put on what I think an on, a successful entrepreneur would have. Well, I'd have a little entourage of my friends and I'd have a fancy car and a slick outfit and all this shit. If that's what you're in it for, the accolades, if you're in it for the fucking, for the, the image of it, you're just going to fail because that's not an authentic interest. You have to love what you do. So the guy that loved pizza so fucking much that all he wanted to do was make pizza and he was pretty fucking sure that he could make it better than everybody else. So he opened a pizza shop and the pizza shop did really good because he was there himself every single day making the pizza. He made it the best and he put pride into it because he fucking loved to do it. And guy's got some flair. He throws the dough in the air. He does tricks, right? This is a guy that loves what he does. Pizza shop does phenomenal. So he opens another one across town. Guess what? That one does good as well. He trains in a guy that loves pizza just as much as him to be his partner for second location. 
Before you know it, the guy's got 10 and he's in three states and so on and so forth. And this is how this is how real, true American entrepreneurship works. This is how real franchises are born. They're born on the backs of people who are authentically love what they do and are all about it. The woman that loved making crafts, loved making little, little knickknacks and things, started an Etsy store back in 2008, was all over Etsy, was selling her shit on eBay. Her store got bigger and bigger. She was known for hair bows for little girls. This is a real, this is a real story. She was known for making those big, like, giant bows for, you know, you put in, like, the little girl's hair when they're babies, like the big baby bows for, like, when they don't even have any hair yet. They stick those giant bows on their head. This lady went from making 10 of these things a month to 150 a week to 5,000 a month to 100,000 a month and made somewhere around $25 million licensing her designs out. So all kinds of different, went from an Etsy store and an eBay store to like global retail and online and trade stores. And at the end of the day, it was all about this lady loved making hair bows. She loved being, she loves arts and crafts. She loves making things with her hands. She still to this day, after enjoying the benefits and fruits of millions of dollars in revenue and, and being wealthy and having a different life, still to this day, she enjoys making shit. And so she is still making bows and different things to this day with her hands, still hand making shit because that's what she loves to do. Do you see what I'm saying about the authenticity? There's no reason to fake anything. If you want to, nobody wants to be an entrepreneur. You got to understand that. Let me let me close down this section and start another one so we can explain to you why nobody on the planet wants to be an entrepreneur. Yes, nobody wants to be an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is not a job. That's not a that's not a title. People have that confused. It's a descriptive title to describe someone who pursues multiple different things. Like there's a guy that had a hardware store, but then he also opened a grocery store, but then he also opened a farm stand. And then he also opened an online, you know, whatever music distribution site. Then you would call him an entrepreneur. He'd probably just back in the day, he'd probably just call himself a businessman. He just diversified his businesses. Like I like doing business. I'm into being a businessman. So I diversify my businesses. Once some guy, some guy opens a restaurant, then he opens five more. Now they call him an entrepreneur because he's pursuing more than one thing at a time. He's pursuing multiple avenues of business. Being an entrepreneur is not a job title. I, I hear so many fucking people. I don't like that. Personally, I don't like that word. I use that word because it's, it's the description of what I do. But long before I even knew that that word, before anyone had ever said that word to me, I was already on the path of doing multiple things. I would be, well, I'm going to produce records. I'm going to be a writer and a producer while at the same time I'm going to play music and be in my own band while at the same time I'm going to try to start my own record label while at the same time I'm going to try to manage artists as well. Then I'm going to try to do live concert production. Like I wanted to be in every aspect of the, the music industry. So I wanted to do a little bit of everything. So right out of the gate, when I was a, a kid, I've talked about this in my way early podcast, but I, I would sell baseball cards. I wasn't even interested in baseball cards, but I knew they had a value. So I'm talking like eight, nine and 10 years old. I would go collect and buy baseball cards from like grocery stores, anywhere I could get them, trade them off with friends, build complete sets and then sell them off to like grownups who collected baseball cards for real and make money doing it. While I was doing that, I also had a side business mowing lawns. I had a paper route delivering newspapers like 
I was an entrepreneur at nine years old. It had nothing to do with that title. I never said when I grow up, I want to do a lot of different things. I just always had an interest in anywhere I saw an opportunity. I would say, well, I can do that too. Well, that seems interesting. Anytime I was interested in something. So to me, true entrepreneurship is just following your interests. If you are actually interested in doing more than one thing, then you probably have a natural, you know, um, attraction to entrepreneurship because you have an interest in doing more than one thing. But if your interest is in money or being rich or being that cool app developer or being, you know, if that's what it is, because you want to drive the Lambo and have a, a fucking slick haircut, you're never going to make it because that that's not a real interest. Being interested in having nice things is not is not a, a career. There, there are people who are interested in having nice things that don't have them, like 90% of the fucking population. So that's not going to get you there. You have to want to do something. If you love selling real estate, fuck, I love selling real estate. It's like the best fucking thing ever. I feel so good when I close a sale. I love the rush of like, I love meeting with the clients and talking. I love my job. Great. That's authentic. You can, you can roll with that. I love art and then I opened an art store, I opened a gallery and I love it so much. And then I got interested in doing like, you know, art for kids. So I opened like a hobby store, an arts and crafts store. And I love that. Great. That's a natural, that's a natural path to entrepreneurship. There's nothing to fake there. So let's go back to don't fake it till you make it. Let me ask you a question. Why fake it? Right? Why? I, I wish that I could go back in time and give myself this advice because I always felt like I had to impress people or put on airs or no one would take me seriously. But the reality is everybody starts somewhere and you're so much, your real truth, no makeup, no filter. The real you is so much more interesting than the fake you. I'm not impressed when someone pulls up in a fancy car. I've had fancy cars, got a fancy car now. Don't give a fuck. I buy it because it runs good and I don't have to worry about anything because I don't ever want to be in a car that breaks down or that I have to fix anything with it. I want to be in a car that's ironclad and is always going to start, right? That's it. So I'm not impressed with your car. I'm not impressed with your outfit. I know how much an Armani suit costs. I know how much Ferragamo loafers cost. I know how much a Rolex costs. None of that should impress me. Actually, when I see you wearing it, more often than not, I probably think you're a dumbass. Because I'll think to myself, do you know what you could have done with that money? Even if you can afford it, do you know what you could have turned that money into? The 10 grand you spent on that watch, you could have turned that money into $100,000. You could have flipped it over tenfold, and I could have told you a dozen different ways that you could turn 10 into 100 inside of a year, right? Better than any bank or investment fund in the entire fucking world, I could have told you how to take that 10 grand and make it into 100. And I don't care if you're a fucking billionaire. The value of growing your money from 10 to 100 is so much better than buying a watch that will depreciate the minute you put it on your wrist and every day thereafter, it'll never be worth what you paid for it. Maybe again when it's a fucking antique in 30 or 40 years, right? But at this moment, it's just a depreciating asset. So you buy all this fancy shit and what does it do for you? Nothing. So I'm not impressed with that stuff. So don't fake it. Your authentic self is so much more interesting in every way than your fake self. The airs that you're putting on don't impress anybody. And people like me and other, we, we see through it, man. I see right through it. I know you're full of shit. I know you don't have the skill set you say you have. I know you don't have the money you're trying to make people think you have. I know you're not rich. I know, I know you're full of shit. 
And to be honest with you, I don't care because I'm, I'm totally down with accepting you right where you're at. When people come to me for help and advice, which by the way is on a daily basis, seven days a week, 365, there is not a single day of my life that goes by that one or more people don't ask me for help with their life, their career, advice, something. Every single day I spend at least an hour to two of my day on the phone or text or email helping somebody else. And I'm not saying that to say I'm like a great person. I'm saying that to tell you that these people come to me and I am more inclined to help the people that are just fucking honest about where they are. Like, look, I'm like 30. I haven't really done anything with myself. I'm just trying to get started on something. I really want to get something going. And I feel like I'm behind and I don't have any money and I don't have any idea how to get, you know, come and be honest about where you're at. And then I am way more inclined to help you and be like, all right. So first step was admitting where you're at and not trying to be some one of these fucking bullshitters that's going to try to act like they're going to be in the next Forbes 40 under 40 bullshit. And just being realistic and say, like, I got six bucks in the bank, bad credit, and I'm trying to start something up in my 30s. I can work with that because I can relate to that. I can relate to being broke and poor and at the bottom and not having anybody to help you and not knowing how you're going to, you know, where you're going to make your next end meet. I get that and I can respect that. I can't respect when like a 26 year old kid that I know his tax return probably says he made $40,000 that year or less, but he's, he's racked up more debt than his income because he, he leased a car he can't afford and he bought a bunch of clothes on his American Express and he's getting you know, a fucking $200 haircut every three weeks. And he's got some bling on his arm and around his neck. And he's out there partying and popping bottles with his friends. And getting all those Instagram moments. Hashtag entrepreneur life. When he hasn't done a fucking thing to make any real money or to make any success. He hasn't built a business with his hands. He doesn't know what it's like to open that business and to work it. And to have to be the guy that also goes and like cleans the fucking bathroom and the toilet overflows because you have nobody else to do it because you're that passionate and into what you're doing you know in business they don't have that shit so please do not fake it till you make it that is bullshit be the real authentic you tell your story truthfully about where you're actually at be honest with your peers and everybody else don't put on airs man it doesn't it doesn't benefit you, and it also boils down to my other philosophy, which is never give a fuck about what other people think. It doesn't matter what other people think. It only matters what you think, and if you're comfortable with where you're at, then be comfortable with it, and if you're not, do something to change it. That's it for today, guys. No fake it till you make it. Just work until you make it. Hit me up on Instagram, at the real Zach Neal, if you want to chat, ask a question, whatever. DM me. See ya.